بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم كل نفس ذائقة الموت ثم إلينا ترجعون صدق الله العظيم وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أكثر ذكر هذه اللذات يعني الموت أو كما قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم Respected Honorable Listeners of Merkaz Sahaba Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Alhamdulillah all praise and all thanks belongs to Allah Jalla Jalaluhu wa amma nawaluhu who is our creator, our sustainer, our nourisher, our provider and the choices and may the choices, blessings and salutations of Allah be sent upon our beloved guide and our spiritual mentor, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, forever and ever. Ameen. We thank Allah, we praise Allah, we glorify Allah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with so many bounties and so many ni'mats. And the greatest ni'mat, the greatest bounty, the greatest gift which Allah has bestowed upon us is the gift of iman. We make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah keep us with iman, and may Allah take us from this world with Iman. And may Allah raise us on the day of Qiyamah with complete and perfect Iman. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has drawn our attention to the opening verses of Surah Mulk in the 29th part of the Quran Kareem, wherein Allah says that Tabarakalladhi biyadihi al-mulk wa huwa ala kulli shay'in qadir alladhi khalaqal mawta wal hayata liyabluwakum ayyukum ahsanu amala that blessed be Allah, glory be to Allah, blessed is Allah, who in the control of Allah is the, 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 the heavens and the earth is in the control of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, biyadihi al-mulk, wa huwa ala kulli shay'in qadir. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that being who has power over everything. And Allah is the one who has created death and Allah has created life. And the reason for creating these two aspects, death and life, is so that لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ amala To test you, to test us that which of you is going to do the best of deeds and the best of actions. Now in this verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned something very amazing. And Allah says, He has created death and then He has created life. الَّذِي خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاةِ and we know the reality is that the question might arise that but we live in this dunya, we, live, we are living first and then we are going to die. Why did Allah mention death before life? That Allah created death first and then life. So the commentators of the Quran explain and they say that this is the reality. Death is the reality. And it is only after a person passes away and leaves this world, then he realizes that this life of this world was something that was temporary and the reality is after we close our eyes. And that is why they say we have to die to live. We have to die to live to see the reality. It is only after we live in this world then we see that the real life is not, was not the life of this world. The real life is still to come and that is the life of the year after. And that is why we find our beloved Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned to us in a hadith 
that كل نفس النبي عليه السلام said أكثر ذكر هذه من اللذات that we should remember that very often remember that very often in fact the words that are used in the hadith is remember the destroyer of all types of pleasure يعني الموت which is death remember this which is going to destroy all our pleasures and all our enjoyments that we have in this world if you remember death then you will find no pleasure in the enjoyment of this world because this is the reality which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has <coughs> created and it should be that we remember death often because Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam used the words aksiru remember death very often because this is the destroyer of all pleasures and you look at the verse of the Quran Karim kullu nafsin dha'iqatul maut every soul shall taste of death every soul shall taste of death <coughs> whether it is the creations of the animals whether it is whatever creation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created that has life in it kullu nafsin dha'iqatul maut every soul shall taste death and the poet said so beautifully, Al-Mawtu ka'asun kullu nafsin sharibuha, wal-qabru baabun kullu nafsin dakhiluha. Death is a cup that everyone will have to drink from. And the qabr and the grave is a door which everyone will have to enter through that door. So nevertheless, <coughs> beloved listeners, you know it is imperative that we prepare for this reality. And today we live in a time when there's so much you know uncertainty it's you know there's so much uncertainty when a time is such a time when we find that fathers are burying sons grandfathers are burying their grandchildren this is the reality and this is a sign of qiyamah it is a sign of qiyamah when we will find that these things will be taking place where so uh, uh, these aspects of more than that will be taking place in such abundance so we need to prepare because there's so much of uncertainty we don't know whether we will see the next moment, whether we will see the next day, whether we will see the next week. <clears throat> it is mentioned of Sayyidina Musa والسلام, that Sayyidina Musa والسلام, on one occasion the angel of death was sent to him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had commanded the angel of death to go and extract the ruh of Nabi Musa والسلام. It was time up to leave this world. So when the angel of death had come to Musa then Musa والسلام, uh, was known for his ex exceptional strength and he was very strong. So he punched Malak al-Maut into his eye, causing the eyeball to fall off the socket. So Malak al-Maut went back complaining to Allah, that Allah, this is what happened, this is what your slave done. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him back to Nabi Musa والسلام, and said, we give you a choice. Take your hand, touch the back of a cow, and every strand of hair that your hand touches will give you one more additional year to live. So example, if your hand touched 1,000 strands of hair, you'll live for another 1,000 years of life in this world. So Musa والسلام, asked the question, what will happen thereafter? He said, no, eventually, inevitably, you'll have to die, you'll have to go back to Allah. So he said, if this is the reality, why wait for so long? Let, let me go back now to my Allah. <clears throat> so this, as a believer, this is how we should anticipate in how we should look at this reality of death look at it in a way as a gift as a gift that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us at that moment it is now time for us to leave this temporary abode 
and to join up with our beloved and that it is Allah. Hmm? Al-Mawt, uh, in, in Arabic it is mentioned that Al-Mawt, death, is a, is a bridge that joins the lover to his beloved. We are the lovers. We love Allah and our beloved is Allah. So it is, a, it, is a, it is a bridge that is going to join us with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the more we love to meet Allah, Allah also loves to meet us and Allah is waiting to meet us. So a believer should never ever fear death, but he should anticipate it and hopefully and have hope that inshallah Allah will be happy when we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Today when we listen to so many, uh, so much of news and you know announcements that so much of people have passed on and every day we are listening to the announcements of so many people passing away. Allah make the maghfirat of all our marhumin, all those who have passed on. And Allah grant them high stages in Jannah. And you know the right thing, beloved, one of our asatis and one of our ustads, our teachers, Marhum Rahmatullah Ali, may Allah fully discover Nur, used to mention Hazrat Mulana Harun Sahib, Rahmatullah Ali, used to mention that when we receive the news of someone that has passed on, then we should do seven things. You know, just the other day, uh, people were deliberating. There was a person that was on oxygen and, you know, he was nearing his end uh, passing away. So people were deliberating over the, 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 the social media whether this person has passed on. So the news comes that he has passed away and then the news comes that he's still alive. So, you know, it it's creates so much of confusion that we don't even know 100% whether the person has passed away according to his family members, he's still alive. And then we receive the correct news later on that he has actually passed away. So instead of getting involved in all these things over social media, whether a person has passed away, whether a person is still alive, whether how many people have passed away, etc. Let us get involved in, in doing something constructive. So if we ever receive the news of someone passing away, then at least do these seven actions. Inshallah, it will be a means of for our benefit for us and benefit for the person that has passed away and the family members of the person that has passed on. What are the seven things? Number one, <clears throat> we should say the first thing, if you receive news of someone passing away, the first thing say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. Verily, uh, to Allah we belong and to Allah is our return. Lillah, we are inna lillah, wa inna We belong to Allah, and to Allah is our return. Inevitably, all of us will have to return to Allah one day, and recite this dua whenever we receive the sad news of the demise of any person. You know, Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. On one occasion, he came home, and uh, he had a lantern that was burning, and the lantern suddenly switched off. So Nabi Ali sallallahu alaihi recited inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. So Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu anha said, O Nabi of Allah, you even recite inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi for some, a lantern that is switched off, a light that goes off. So Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi should be recited for any type of musibah, any type of difficulty, any type of, of hardship a person goes through, to the extent that even if the light goes off, we say inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. So, this is a source of rahmah and a mercy for the ummah of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam by saying, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. <laughs> so it is a great practice, it is a sunnah, a command of Allah Ta'ala in the Quran Kareem that we say these words when we receive the news of someone that has passed away. And secondly, we should make dua a maghfirat <laughs> for the person who has passed away. The person who has passed away, 
and we receive the news, immediately say, Allahumma ghfir lahu warhamhu wa sakkinhu fil jannah. Oh Allah, forgive him. Oh Allah, uh, forgive, overlook his sins, overlook his faults, uh, widen his grave for him, elevate his stages in jannah. So make dua and maghfirat for the person who has passed away. Number three, <coughs> we should make dua for the family of the person who has passed away. At that time of difficulty, only the family members know what they're going through. So when we hear about something, make dua that Allah grants, grants the family sabr jamil. And, and you know, sabr, patience at that time to, to, to bear the burden of this, of this loss of, of a family member. So we must make special dua for them. And inshallah, if we make dua for them, someone will make dua for us one day. So that's number three. Number four, we should make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us a good death. This is a reminder. You know, it, it is a lesson that how this person has passed on, one day we will also have to pass away. And make dua that Allah keeps us with iman and Allah take us from this world with iman. All of us will have to die. But the dua you make, oh Allah, take us from this world with iman. Allah, take us from this world with iman. So it is a lesson. Make dua for yourself. Number four. Number five. We should do Ithali Sawab for the person who has passed away. Ithali Sawab is sending some type of reward for the person who has passed on. We must remember that the person who has passed away, he cannot do any good deeds anymore. His, his, his door of, of doing good deeds have been closed now. Now it is a time for him only to receive the reward of his, of his good actions. And the other benefit is that as children, as family members, as people who have heard the announcement of him passing away, we can recite some type of Quran, Quran. we can make some dua, some dhikr, etc. and send the Ithali Sawab on behalf of this person who has passed on. Hmm? And Ithali Sawab is very important. You know, uh, if a person uh, has passed on, we should try and send Ithali Sawab on behalf of that person because it will benefit him. And you know, instead of wasting time on social media, etc., Send Ithali Sawab for all those who have passed away. In mention of one great alim, Hazrat Mulana Zakaria, Rahmatullahi, one day he was traveling and he passed, he was going through a certain town and when he stopped in the town, he had made two khatams of the Quran while he was stationed there before he went on his, on, on the, on his next uh, lap of the journey. So two khatams of the Quran for who? For all the marhumin of those, of the people of, the, of that town that have passed on. So this is what we should do. Allah give us all tawfiq inshallah and number six is that whenever you remember the person who has passed on make dua for the person you know sometimes we remember our grandfather sometimes we remember our our late grandmother sometimes we will remember our mother so whenever we think of them make dua immediately at that time because we don't know when when we will remember them again so make dua immediately for them at that time and lastly number seven is if we have the opportunity and it is within traveling distance, then we should attend the janazah because there's great rewards for attending the janazah of a person, of a Muslim who has passed on. So these are the seven very important things that we should do when someone has passed away. Number one, say, Inna lillahi wa inna raji'un. Number two, make dua for the deceased. Number three, make dua for the family of the deceased. Number four, make dua for yourself that Allah give us a good death. Number five, send ithali sawab on behalf of the deceased. And number six, whenever you remember the deceased, 
then make dua for the person and number seven try attend the janazah salah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all tawfiq to practice inshallah and on these few little advices and also to give us the ability to prepare for this reality of death you know they say so beautifully in arabic our graves are constructed before we make toba if only those graves were constructed after we have made toba so it's never too late whilst allah has given us life let us value the life turn to allah make toba to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us steadfast with iman and take us from this world with iman Allah give us all tawfiq. Amin. Jazakumullah. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.